Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Taking Control of Your Financial Life podcast. Providing the simple answers to the complex questions asked about your financial future. Let's get you the answers you need about retirement, investing, asset planning, and the current market. Here's your host, Julian Rubenstein. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Taking Control of Your Financial Life. My name is Julian Rubenstein, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm also the president of American Asset Management, a registered investment advisor located in Boca Raton, Florida. I'm very excited about today's show, as we are fortunate to have Edsel Mercado, an immigration attorney with his own firm, Mercado Guerrero Immigration Consultants, as our guest today. So please join me in welcoming Edsel to the podcast. Hello, Edsel. Hi, Julian. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. I'm actually really excited. We've never had an immigration attorney on the uh, podcast. And as we spoke earlier before we got started, you actually um, have a unique twist to it because it's not just immigration. It also ties into business. So why don't you, with that, tell us a little bit about your practice and yourself. So, yes, uh, I'm a native of uh, Puerto Rico. I've been practicing law since 2014. I've moved to the U.S. 2018, which was after the hurricanes in uh, Puerto Rico. And yeah, I we do a little bit of everything here in my office, but we like to specialize in uh, business immigration, which allows people from uh, other countries to come into the U.S. to, you know, work, do business and yeah, just come over with their families and live in the U.S. Now, if are certain countries easier to come in from than others? Definitely. Um, specifically, when we're talking about, you know, investment visas, um, what's called the E2 or treaty traders, which are the E1, those are specific visas that are available to specific countries. Um, you know, for example, the UK, Spain, Colombia, Mexico, Argentina, just to name a few. So, yes, some countries are, are have specific visas where it's easier for them to come into the U.S. It's I thought Colombia was very hard to get a visa to come into the U.S., well, it is if you're looking for maybe a tourist visa, but when it comes to business immigration, it's a little bit different. Obviously, you know, they do have the Colombian peso, which is a little bit uh, weaker than the U.S. dollar. So, you know, maybe for them, it's a little bit more expensive to make use of the investment visa, um, but it's definitely available to them. And when you say investment, do they have to come in and start a business or they can come here and get a job? No, they would have to start their own business. You know, they would have to invest a certain amount of money into either creating their own business or they can purchase an existing business or even a franchise. Oh, is there a minimum that they have to spend? We do recommend a minimum of, of at least $100,000, but the law does not state a minimum. It just says that the investment has to be substantial. We just feel that, you know, $100,000 is, is substantial enough. I'm just curious, like what business can you start or buy that passes the smell test for hundred grand? There are a couple out there, you know, specifically if you start your own, it's a little bit easier in that sense, because obviously when you're when you're talking about, you know, purchasing either an existing business or a franchise, it might take you a little bit over that $100,000 threshold. But, you know, it could be anything from a consulting company to a restaurant, um, even a car wash. Oh, OK. Very interesting. So and do people do this because they really want to make money or they really just want to come here? 
and end up getting a job? A little bit of both. They are limited, however, specifically though the principal beneficiary of, of the visa is limited in the sense that he can only work for that company that he created or purchased. But let's say, for example, the spouse, they can work for whomever they want. So this is pretty much maybe the first step in, into them getting a permanent residency in the United States. But, you know, the E2 is still a non-immigrant visa, meaning that they would have to take additional steps if they want to make it permanent. Very interesting. So how did you uh, get into this aspect of the law with all the, you know, so many areas of law? What made you choose this? Well, actually, my mother, she's from uh, the Dominican Republic. So I, you know, I've lived through, you know, the whole situation of having family members immigrate into the U.S., which I always found a little bit interesting. So I would say that, yeah, it stems mainly from that, the fact that, you know, my family has uh, immigrated to the U.S. Got it. And you told me before you recently just uh, left the, uh, another firm and is starting your own practice. So tell us about that. That is correct. Um, you know, it's been a little bit challenging as, you know, anything when you're starting from uh, from scratch. But I'm happy to say that, you know, things have been moving forward. We've gotten a couple of clients. We've uh, recently been on a trip uh, down to Colombia to meet certain investors that are willing to come over to the U.S. So, you know, everything has been running uh, smoothly. That's great. So how long have you been practicing law? Uh, 2014 now. So it's going to be nine years in um, August. So what do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? I love to ask that question. Well, I'm a first generation attorney in my family. So pretty much any information would have been good, um, given that, you know, I had no knowledge whatsoever of what it meant to be an attorney. I had no guidance. So I would say mainly practice management, really. Um, they don't teach you how to manage your own your own law firm um, when you're in law school. Uh, you're probably right. They want you to be lawyers, not businessmen, right? Correct. Yeah, my daughter's actually starting law uh, next year. She's uh, L2 this year. Oh, awesome. Best yeah. of luck to her. And yeah, you know, if she can take any, you know, experience from, you know, internships and all of that, I definitely recommend that because it does help, you know, with practice management. Yeah, well, she's very fortunate. She has a summer internship at Latham this year. This summer. Yeah, so she's great. She's very lucky. What is something that you share with each client? Like the piece of advice you give to almost every client in your, you know, space of the law? That is a really good question. You know, I would definitely say that do not compare your case to anyone else, specifically with immigration law and with um, you know, we're dealing here with government agencies and they're not known to be, you know, proactive. Um, so do not compare your case to that of anyone else as, you know, timings are, are a little bit different in each case, for sure. Okay. Let me ask you, so since you focus on immigration, what do you tell the, your clients as far as financial planning, like, you know, and how they should get themselves prepared to come here other than just buying a business? Yeah, no, they should definitely have, you know, a little bit of savings on their end. As you know, you know, getting a business started, you might not have it might not come up to speed, you know, anytime soon. So it's definitely important to have some savings on the side as it may take a while before you start earning some income from that business. I would assume that most people that do this are have some money, right? They're, they have to be somewhat established to be able to afford to go through all this. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Specifically when we're talking, you know, about people from countries that, you know, are have a weaker currency than, than the U.S. dollar. They're the ones that usually tend to have more money in savings just to have that little, you know, gap or safety net. Well, what's the biggest success story, meaning of the people you've helped come over? Have any of them really been an astounding success? Um, I would say there has been that there was a case from Honduras 
And, you know, specifically the person being from Honduras, it's even more difficult for them to come into this um, amount of money. He purchased a printing uh, company and it's been going really good for him. Not only that, but he's been able to um, give his daughter the education that that he wanted them to have because, um, you know, they're here, they're in a private school, they're, you know, they're learning English. So he definitely wanted to do it to give them a better, you know, opportunity in life. That's wonderful. That's very nice. What's the mistake that you see a lot of your clients make that's really hard to undo? Coming into the U.S. without having a specific plan of what they want to do and how they want to do it. Some of our clients do come into the U.S. and then they try and figure it out. And, you know, sometimes when you do that, it does not give us the amount of time needed to, you know, maybe give proper advice or, or have the time needed to work on their case as, as it should be. Got it. So... I usually ask people, what's their biggest challenge? But I guess for you, it's starting your own firm. <laughs> yes, that has been a big challenge, you know, but it is something that we wanted to do. And yeah, so far, so good. What would you say is your unique approach that sets you apart from other attorneys in your practice area that would make people want to come to you? We are very um, detail oriented in the sense that, you know, we're not here to just make business for the sake of it. We, you know, like to tailor to what the client needs. You know, like I said, depending on the country you're from, you may have some visas that are available to you. Um, other countries, it may be a little bit more difficult, but at the end of the day, you know, we try to do what works for the client within, you know, their expectations, their budget, and what they want to do when they come into the U.S. Okay, great. Is there anything we haven't touched on that you think the listeners might uh, be interested in? No, I think we've covered pretty much everything. You know, the most important thing when coming or, or trying to come into the U.S. is to have a plan beforehand, just not come into the U.S. and try to figure it out once you're here. I would definitely advise that anyone that's interested in coming into the U.S. contact an immigration attorney beforehand, just so that they have an, a, a, a clear idea of, you know, what they what they can expect. Uh, with that said, how can uh, listeners contact you if they are interested? What's the best way? Yes. So we do have social media. We have Instagram and Facebook. You can find us as USA Immigration Consultants. We also have our website, immigrationconsultants.us. And yeah, just you can Google us as Machado Guerrero Immigration Consultants and our webpage will come up. Great. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show today. It was very informative and I'm sure some of our listeners are going to t avail themselves of your service. So once again, thanks very much. No, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Taking Control of Your Financial Life. For more information about today's topics, please visit or check the show notes for more important information and links. Share, rate, and review this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.